Lobster boys and lobster girls. It's 10 in the mother loving morning. Hold tight, all the bucko boys and bucko girls. All buckos across the flat earth.
It's one minute past ten on the 18th of October, 2018, the year of our Lord. There are many questions still left unanswered. Are birds real? Is Australia real? Is techno real? Are lobsters real? Will you find out any of those answers today? Who fucking knows? But until then, it's coffee and memes. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes, that's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Sluggy. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy. And that's funny and it's, it's, it's kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you. And if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Coffee and Memes Breakfast Show. I've misplaced my coffee. Right, oh, there it is. Thank God for that. That was almost a disaster. Frankly, it was a disaster waiting to happen. Let's have a quick slug on that. Mm. Put a couple of crushed up dingers in it earlier. They should be kicking in any minute now. Christ knows I need them to get through the morning, or at least get through till lunch when I can have my first drink. Christ! Lobsters. Whoa, shit, if there isn't some absolute madness to get through today. Uh, oh, God. We're going to be asked, uh, trying to answer questions like, would it be worse to have sex with a robot dog than with a robot doll? That's the kind of questions we'll be getting into today on Coffee and Memes. Yep, you absolutely know it. Oh, may, may the Lord have mercy on us all. A quick uh, little bit of housekeeping. In the uh, description of the YouTube video, there is a link right at the very top to the Threshold YouTube channel. Please subscribe to it. I'm going to start doing some other shows. Coffee and Memes will stay on my channel. Um, but for other people's shows and other maybe shows of mine, we will do live streams through the Threshold channel. So please subscribe there tell your friends tell your stepdad even if he's a nomadic stepdad and doesn't live in the house if maybe he lives in a field nearby under a tarpaulin or something and only comes in the house for special occasions like thanksgiving or bar mitzvahs even still then even if he doesn't have access to the internet please tell your nomadic stepdad to subscribe to the threshold channel it's very important that all stepdads do subscribe to it um, I've got some rather distressing news here about the uh, slap chop uh, man. I don't know if anybody remembers the internet sensation that was the slap chop. It is a kitchen device uh, where you put small food stuffs underneath it, and then you slap it down on top and it chops stuff up. Anyway, the video uh, for the ad of it had a sort of rather peculiar character presenting it on a sort of shopping channel. And it was memed a lot. It was auto-tuned. Uh, it was hilarious. I'm going to give you a couple of minutes to, to Google that if you need to. Shout out everyone in the chat. Flux Radio, again, reminding us that Brexit... No, sorry. Breakfast means breakfast. You cannot deny 
the breakfast of the British people. You just you just can't. Squidge Beats, Deb Bass, Monkey Z, they're all in there, all decent folk, just fucking looking to get it done. Just looking for... Lobsters. Yeah, probably. I don't know, do I? Right, look, let's shout out the VIP list. That's important. This is everyone on Patreon supporting for a tenner or more a month. Fine fucking people. Nicholas Gonclaus, Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Oliver Hooper, Squidgy Beats Parsons, Tony Hart, Paulie Hutton, Sierra and R, Michael Kaczynski, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Cole Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Jack Murphy and Tom Cam. Almost did that in one go. How about it? Lord a mercy. Right, look, we've got some great tunes in here. I'm going to play another Cove track. We played one before earlier this week. Oh, it's good. They're good tunes. And I've got new Mampy as well. New Mampy 2018 Mampy. It's really good. And new Breakage. Actually, let's start with this new Breakage. Uh, this is uh, off Breakage's new sort of EP. It's not quite big enough to be an album. Six tracker, I think. Um, yeah, it's called Breakage at the Controls. This is a track. The opening track's called Rude Boy Stuff. Really good. I really like it. I mean, what's not to like about Breakage tunes, really? But yeah, giving you five minutes to Google the Slap Chop guy, just in case you don't remember who he is. It's important stuff, guys. Big up Spectral DMB, just finishing work. Salmon got it done. Breakage means breakage. Taking back control. God, there's too many puns to be had off that, isn't there? Original rude boy stuff. Yes, Reese in the chat. The Jamaican voiceover of the Slapshot guy is an absolute fucking classic. Remember Schism showing me that on a long train journey once and I nearly died. <laughs> Do not forget, tomorrow morning I will have MC Jakes on the show. going to be talking about the world, talking about life, talking about jungle. Mm. Mm. Talking about where he buys his moccasins from.
That's a hot joint, Mr. Breakage. How'd you get your tracks so loud, Breakage? Don't know, just turn them up. Cool. Cheers. Original rude boy stuff. Alright, alright. Let's get into the wacky fucking world of America. God bless. Salute the flag. Maybe if you're lucky, you'll even taste a little slice of that freedom I keep hearing so much about. Mmm, tastes good. Tastes like this fine latte coffee that y'all be drinking over in England. Mmm. Ah, lobsters. Right. Okay. Oh, I didn't need to put the bloody picture of him up on. Um, sorry, guys. So this is. Uh, I've. Um. You know. I'm. I'm behind. I'm a little bit behind here. Okay. So, slap chop guy. This is important news. Um, for the internet and I think society as a whole, really. Um, where are we? Okay. So this is the slap chop man that we know and love. Here he is. Hey. hey. He's um. I mean, he looks weird, doesn't he? He looks quite sort of freakish. Um, would you buy a product from him? I, I, he was very popular. He was also uh, the man behind the Sham Wow, which was, I guess, some sort of chamois, probably. Um, but yeah, so there he is there. He's looking kind of creepy. Looks a bit like the Grinch. Looks like he's about to steal Christmas. <laughs> Fucking schneid motherfucker. Um, but now... Oh come on! Don't 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 mess me around. God, just don't fat me about. Come on, let's get get the fucking screenshot in there, you little slag. Come on, you little you dirty little bitch. Right, come on. Right, but here he is today. Not so much fun, I'm afraid, for the slap shot man. Not so much fun. Uh, he's a little bit big. There he goes. Okay. Shamwow guy in slap chop bust. Meet Vince Shlomi. He's probably better known as the Shamwow guy, the ubiqu- ubiquitous television pitchman who has been phenomenally successful peddling absorbent towels and food choppers. Shlomi, 44, was arrested last month on a felony battery charge following an incident um, with a violent confrontation with a prostitute in his South Beach hotel room. Deary me, Slapchop man, that's not cool. According to the arrest affidavit, Shlomi met Sasha Harris, 26, at a Miami Beach nightclub on February the 7th and subsequently retired with her to his $750 a night room at the lavish Setai Hotel. Mm. Shlomi told cops that he paid Harris about a grand in cash after she propositioned him for straight sex. Shlomi said that when he kissed Harris... Harish, 
When he kissed Harris, she suddenly bit his tongue and would not let go. Shlomi then punched Harris several times until she released his tongue. That's a rough situation. Uh, After freeing his tongue, a bleeding Shlomi ran to the Setai lobby where security summoned cops. Harris refused to cooperate with officers who recovered $930 from her purse. (laughs) How did she manage to spend $70 in the midst of that? Both parties had a strong odour of alcoholic beverage emitting from their persons, police reports. A brief telephone interview, uh, Harris declined to answer the smoking gun's questions about her running with Shlomi, though she did say she was considering a lawsuit against the pitch man. Asked if she worked as a hooker, Harris declined the comment. You can imagine how that conversation goes. Uh, hello? Hey, this is uh, um, uh, uh, Brendan something or other from the uh, smoking gun. Uh, we heard you got into a, a sort of a violent altercation with the slap chop guy. Um, would you care to comment on it? What the, sorry, who is this? From the Smoking Gun. It's an online publication where we we kind of post sort of mug shots of people with cleavage and uh, people eating Tide Pods, uh, people attacking their mothers with spatulas, people who huff paint, you know, that sort of thing. And anyway, we want to feature you in there because you've got into an altercation with the slap chop guy. And frankly, we think it's hilarious. He actually punched me in the face a few times. That's kind of not cool. No, but you, you did bite his tongue. Well, there's probably a little bit more to that story. It's appalling. Yeah, well, it's not great. Well, the thing is, like most things, it's complicated. Well, it wasn't that complicated. Anyway, so you're a hooker, right? Look, please, can you leave me alone? Uh, it's... It's appalling. appalling. Uh, As seen in the mugshot, Shlomi was also injured during the fracas, and court records show uh, was treated at a local medical centre. While Shlomi and Harris were both arrested for felony aggravated battery... Lock them up! uh, Prosecutors this month declined to file formal charges against the combatants. Police records list Shlomi's occupation as marketing, but make no mention of his affiliation with the ShamWow or the Slap Shop, both of which retail for $19.99 shipping and handling. Well, isn't that a lovely story? God, what are people doing with their lives? Don't get into bust-ups with brasses in hotels. Just just, just be nice to each other. Just, I don't know, take her out for dinner or something. You know, treat her real nice. Like, it's just, uh, you know, just like I say, look, consensual, protected, conservative missionary sex. That's what we need. None of this hoojmafloob, not eating Tide Pods and fucking robots. No, 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 no. That's, that's that's not good. Okay, let's get rid of him. He's, he's winding me up now. Uh, right, look, let's get into this um, new Mampy Swift because I'm keen. Yeah? I'm keen. It's called History. Mampy Swift and Ardone. Oh, no. Arnon. Arnon. Aaron. This is our infant universe. Everything that will ever exist, everything that will ever happen, all begins here. Within this tiny bundle of energy, smaller than an atom, history as we know it is about to begin. Yeah. <laughs> 
This is a hot bit of gear, I'm not going to lie to you. I'd happily open with this. Probably double drop the nine over it. Because <laughs> that's what I do, isn't it, guys? Double drop the nine over stuff. <laughs> oh, God, I'm a parody of myself. Huge downers in the chat. Mr. Huge Downer in the chat is going to be starting a Threshold show on a Thursday night soon. Not tonight. Maybe next week. Yeah, that's an absolute right, that tune. Uh, that's Mampy Swift and Arnon uh, History. It's on charge, presumably. Yeah, it is. There's an Inside Info remix of The One as well. Play that in a bit. Holy fracking protest. Oh. If you're one of those people that likes to share live streams, feel free, feel free. You'd be doing me the world of good. Right, that's enough, man, P. For now, anyway. Right, Canada legalises recreational weed and pardons people with convictions. You know it's coming. Lobsters. Yeah, Canada Canada legalizes recreational weed with shops opening to sell smokers up to 30 grams of the marijuana. Uh, some staffed by former illegal dealers. Mm, very progressive, Mr. Trudeau. Uh, the country has also announced pardons for anyone convicted of possessing up to 30 grams. Why is it? That's that's a decent uh, bit, isn't it? That's like that's over an ounce. God. Well, Canada has had legal marijuana, legal medical marijuana since 2001, and Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's government has spent two years working towards expanding that to include so-called recreational marijuana. Uh, the move is part of a broader global movement towards legalising marijuana. 
uh, with countries aiming to better reflect society's changing opinion about marijuana and bring black market operations into regulated systems. Uruguay was the first country to legalise marijuana. Uh, Tom Clark, an illegal cannabis dealer from three decades, uh, was among the first to make a legal sale in Canada uh, when his store opened on midnight. Hmm, don't know about rewarding drug dealers. Like, here, have a shop. Like, yeah, don't know, maybe. Um, his is among at least uh, 111 legal marijuana shops expected to open across the nation of 37 million people on Wednesday. Nice. Cool. Uh, Canadians can also order marijuana products through websites run by provinces or private retailers uh, and have it delivered to their home by mail. Alberta and Quebec have set the minimum age uh, at 18, while others 19. What's the point in that? Wait, 19. What's it? Do you ever, <laughs> it's like a meme. Do you ever set the legal age for marijuana uh, at 19 just to flex on 18-year-olds? Ryan Bowes, 48, a Lyft driver in Toronto, said, Hoo-wee, we getting high as a motherfucker tonight. Damn, I'm going to rip a fat cone. Oh, shit, I'm going to be driving high as a fucking kite. But at only about two miles an hour. Oh, shit, I'll, where do you want to lift to, motherfucker? Um, oh, no, it's a little bit more tragic than that. Uh, uh, alcohol took my grandfather and it took his youngest son and weed has never taken anyone from me ever okay a bit different but okay sure I appreciate that uh, a patchwork of regulations is spread in Canada as each province takes its own approach uh, within the framework set out by the federal government uh, some provinces are stating that if anyone has more than 30 grams on them they will be forced to smoke it all on the spot um, or eat it and then dance to Mariah Carey songs uh, on a Facebook live stream. Wow, <laughs> Canada's going hard. Canada's national approach has allowed for unfettered industry banking, uh, interprovince shipments of cannabis and billions of dollars of investment. A sharp contrast with national prohibition in the United States. Uh, not strictly true, as it is legal in many, many states. Nine, nine US states have legalised the ganja uh, for recreational use. And uh, more than 30 have it approved uh, as medical marijuana. Right, well, I think I've milked just about everything out of that story. Uh, yep, the UK still apparently getting it on the 1st of November. For if you've got a hurty shoulder, uh, bum knee, uh, duff ticker, or come down lasting over three days. So that's cool. Uh, right, got an Andy... Uh, no, go play this new Cove bit. It's called Give and Take. I believe it's on... Um, Drum and bass arena. I mean, why not? Little bit concerned about my consistent inability to read properly. Maybe I've overdone it on the coffee. <laughs>
Thank you for the sharing. Ladies and gents, you will truly be rewarded in the afterlife. St. Peter will have a special gift for you as you enter the pearly gates. He will, just as you walk in, he'll sneak up behind you and just quickly shelve a pinger up into your anus. Ooh! The holy pinger. It's kind of like the holy grail, except it's a drug item inserted into your ass. There are similarities. I have a news story here which I'm not sure I'm capable of tackling without coming across as a as a, as a sexist, quite frankly. Oh, God. <laughs> Woman said massive lips stopped her from blowing police breathalyzer. But the joke's come too easy, really. It's, it's like shooting fish in a barrel. A beautician told police that she failed a roadside breathalyzer test because her lips were too big for her to use a breathalyzer. Scarlett Harrison, 20, was found to be over the limit when she was stopped in Manchester City Centre after drinking pink gins with a friend she fell out with. (laughs) Uh, uh, When at the police station, she was asked to provide a second, more accurate sample. Uh, but she said her collagen implants made it difficult to get her mouth around the tube. Harrison, who has appeared on X on the Beach, oh dear, uh, has just returned from a summer in Ibiza. Uh, she tried to blow four times before saying, my lips are too big. Uh, as a result, she was charged with failing to provide a breath sample and tried to, invo- uh, tried to avoid conviction by saying she was unable to blow for medical reasons. I know. Uh, Harrison, uh, the daughter of an engineering business owner, pleaded guilty on the day uh, her trial was due to start. The court heard that she was pulled over on June the 20th in her Mini 1 in a taxi rank outside Piccadilly train station. She had been banned from driving for 16 months in order to pay 310 quid. Fines uh, fines and costs. Uh, Yeah, I don't don't think I can rinse any more banter out of that without being extremely rude. Um, so, you know, sorry, swings and roundabouts, guys, swings and roundabouts. Uh, some sort of rumpus going on out there, God knows. Um, right, okay, important news. Porn site launches search by emoji, a feature that is exactly how it sounds. Good news, lads and lasses. YouPorn has launched a new feature that will let viewers search through its archive of dirty videos with a range of 75 different emojis. According to the site, the update is to make browsing its wares more fun. You go, I don't know if fun is what I'm looking for when I go on YouPorn. Fun? Yeah, 
just a bit of a laugh, isn't it? Yeah, a bit of fun. <laughs> just sort of just playfully thumbing through the different videos. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, although the emoji search will uh, be available on desktop, the company says it's in response to a large increase in mobile traffic. To find the kind of video they want, uh, all they have to do is enter an emoji into the search bar and the site will spit out a video that matches the illustration. Uh, here's basically how YouPorn sees the world of emoji. High-heeled shoe equals fetish. Man magician equals beard. Uh, Star-struck face, uh, verified amateurs. <laughs> Eggplant, big penis. Female judge, masturbation instructions. Uh, yeah, okay, all right, why not? Uh, I've got a few suggestions for them. Uh, Santa emoji, uh, that'd be a video of an old man emptying his sack. Hey, is there, where's the look? <laughs> yeah. Uh, wrestling men emoji, that'd be an angry Russian choking an Irish boy by on, while onlookers cheer. Uh, skull emoji, uh, post-Brexit apocalypse bukkake party. Uh, ghost emoji. Uh, this would be straight sex where a woman then plants drugs on the nightstand and disappears without a trace. And the clown emoji. Uh, that would be twisted individuals. Sex type. Lobsters. Hey. Uh, the, the ability to search by emoji is our latest technological advancement. And we are thrilled to bring this option to our loyal user base. Offering specific content that suits what our users are looking for at the exact time they are looking for it. We've basically realised that people who go on YouPorn, they're up for having a wank. And so if we can provide them with content that helps facilitate that wank, then we are doing the absolute best to fulfil our clients' needs and desires. So we're going to try and get all the wankable content as quickly into the user's face. Uh, and we'll take it from there, basically. So basically, you come on, you go, I, I want a wank and uh, show me something, show me something to wank for, and we will show them something. Uh, it's simple enough, simple enough concept, but it's working. And it, it definitely is working. Porn sites continue to be among the most visited in the world. In 2016, there were 23 billion visits to Pornhub. Wow. Yeah, so let that sink in. That's um, everyone in the world going there three times. <laughs> Uh, Pornhub, which is owned by the same company as YouPorn. In 2017, this increased by 23.9% to 28.5 billion visits in one year. That's everyone going there four times. Fucking hell. It would literally be everyone in the world having a quarterly whack on, on YouPorn. Oh, man. That's, uh, that's pretty cool, isn't it? Pretty cool. I don't know. I've got another thing here, actually. We'll get into in a minute. Uh, it's from the Mail Online, so you know it's legit. Uh, forget Fifty Shades, Tracy Cox reveals the very unusual sex kinks on the rise, including men who watch their partners in bed with someone else. Cucks. Goddamn cucks. Right, let's get into more upbeats. Yep. It's definitely... A smart move. This is again on the... I might as well just go through the whole bloody album. The No Sleep Till Japan and Iceland Upbeats album. Whew, there are some stinky bits on there. Yeah. 
Don't forget it's Rankin's Records at 3 o'clock today. Playing the finest drum and bass pressed to vinyl all over the flat earth. chat saying this record clearly has a few sausage fatteners on the master you're damn right probably got about 10 fruity sound goodalizers on it as well fuck it get it done that's long shadows by the upbeats it's a good fucking record i'll take back what i said about them yesterday they're not on steroids they're they're all natural they're um they're just they just have very clean diets Right, uh, from the Metro, Richard Hartley Parkinson reports, Mark Zuckerberg could be about to be sacked, could be about to be sacked. (sighs) That's a really badly constructed sentence. As Facebook chairman, Mark Zuckerberg could be about to be ousted as chairman of Facebook after four major backers backed a plan to remove him. Thank you, Richard Hartley Parkinson. Lobsters. Uh, the move comes after several high-profile scandals and said they hope to gain backing from larger assets managers. Uh, I don't know how much actual amusement there is in this article, apart from a brief statement from Zuckerberg. He says, You goons will never take me alive. I am the Zuck, and you will never fuck the Zuck. Right, so Zuckerberg obviously digging his heels in there. He's going to update his software in his little lizard brain, his bionic lizard brain, and uh, he won't let. He, he, yeah, he's he's playing hard to get. He says you can't fuck the Zuck, and I believe him. You know, I believe him. Right, look, let's get into this. Um, <laughs> God, this Mail Online article. Uh, it's from the female. Uh, it says, "Forget Fifty Shades." Tracy Cox reveals the very unusual sex kinks on the rise, including men who watch their partners in bed with someone else. Uh, sex expert Tracy Cox. Why do they just write the same thing again and again? Um, anyway, I'll scroll on. 
so, according to Pornhub, one of the biggest porn websites in the world, gay male porn is the second most popular category viewed by women. Uh... It was findings like this that prompted research to study 275 women who watch gay porn. My big sample size then. Age 18 to 74 and a mix of straight and bisexual to investigate why it appeals. Uh, The obvious answer, the men in gay porn are usually a lot more attractive than the men in heterosexual porn, where the focus is on the woman being sexy. Understandable. The second most common reason was that the men didn't seem to be acting. Uh, They really did look like they were having sex and enjoying it. Uh, Because the sex was more authentic, it was more of a turn-on. Finally, if you're watching two or more men at it with no women around, there's no reason to compare yourself to the females on screen, or to watch women being exploited or objectified. I know lots of straight women who watch lesbian and gay porn and absolutely no bog-standard heterosexual porn, often for those reasons. I think we should should only have gay porn. We should ban straight porn, uh, make it illegal, make the punishment... 25 to life! Uh, and yeah, just I mean, just have everyone just socially ousted if they ever watch any straight porn. Sorry, it's gay porn or nothing. It's, this, it's the only option. Watching two men is hot because I get to look at two great bodies at once. Plus, unlike women, it's much more taboo for men to experiment with other men, which makes it uh, seem naughtier. Oh, it's taboo, is it, you homophobe? Right, next, cuckolding. Cockholding is an increasingly common fantasy for straight men and the fastest growing fetish in the Western world. Oh, God of my. I, I wonder what rate it's growing at. Fucking cucking is going to take over the world. This is the, the pussification of, of men. Too much soy. Too many soy products. Not enough eating meat. Not enough working out. Not enough bloody. You know, fighting in a safe gym environment. Not enough having to hunt and kill your own food, quite honestly. Like, I don't imagine that, like, sort of like 10, 15,000 years ago, do you think cuckolding existed? Probably not. I think if you're, too, if you're busy enough out fucking hunting an antelope, persistence hunting, chasing it down, dragging back a bloody great beast so that your whole village can feed on its delicious meaty goodness the last thing you're going to want after that is for some other geezer to fuck your missus ridiculous uh but why would watching your partner have sex with someone else turn you on no fucking idea consensual protected conservative missionary sex there's a voyeuristic element and infidelity is again forbidden so appealing on a primal level i Infidelity maybe is appealing for you to go and have sex with someone else, but not to watch your partner have sex with someone else. That's not primal. That's ridiculous. Other theories include uh, enjoying thinking your partner is irresistible, irresistible because it boosts your ego. Alternatively, if you're seriously worried your wife is going to cheat, flipping it on its head is the... If your wife is very likely to cheat on you, there's likely a few things wrong in your relationship, and letting her shag someone else is probably not going to solve that. Call me a sexpert, but maybe you're just you're doing a shit job of uh, having a relationship. Maybe there's something wrong with you. Maybe there's something wrong with her. Maybe you should make a 23-point contract and list like that girl did to her boyfriend. The most common form of cuckolding is men watching their wives or long-term partners have sex with other men. This might mean sending them out for an evening and coming back with video footage. Uh, They then watch together, uh, or him literally looking over their shoulder as it happens. 
don't just don't do it. It's, you know, I mean, you, oh, you've, you've got the, you know, yeah, it's your rights and freedoms of living in a free liberal society, but I'd just say don't, you know, just don't do it. Anyway, uh, moving on. Having a romantic or sexual relationship with an object instead of a person. Now, not a sex doll. That's too too person-like. An actual inanimate object. Uh, it may well be a reflection on a society where human-to-human contact is on a sharp decrease because of technology that object sexuality also appears to be on the rise. This is when people develop deep emotional, sexual or romantic attachments to inanimate objects, sometimes even marrying them. One woman, Erica Latour Eiffel, fucking hell, believes she is married to the Eiffel Tower. She's not. She is losing her mind. She needs professional help. Another, Amanda Liberty, married the Statue of Liberty. I don't believe you got consent from the Eiffel Tower or the Statue of Liberty. You're in effectively an abusive relationship with the Eiffel Tower where you're the oppressor. That's not good. <sighs> Others are sexually attracted to and in love with dolls, cars, trees, fences, amusement park rides, and the list goes on. Well, that was that lad earlier in the week who was... Uh, giving an exhaust pipe a good thrashing before uh, police tased him after death, as well they should. Lock him up! Uh, the rise uh, in the use of real dolls and sex robots has edged this rare category of sexuality a little closer to mainstream, with some arguing there is no difference between falling in love with a doll made for sexual pleasure and one that isn't. It's still an inanimate object. Given the form of fetishes... This fetish seems positively tame, and devotees argue it isn't, in fact, a fetish. The website, objectumsexuality.org, specifically states, While a fetish... I'm an inappropriate voice for this. How are you? While a fetish must have their desired object presented as a catalyst to achieve sexual gratification, the love for our object is not based on habitual psychosexual response in that lake. The object captivates us on, a, on more levels, not just sexual arousal and that. You're actually in fucking love with the Eiffel Tower and that. What's wrong with that? Why can't you get your head round it? You want to go down the grove, fill a milkshake, compensate. What do you mean the grove's gone? What do you mean Jeff's dead? These, these jokes are 25 years out of date, Rankin. Uh, in other words, because there's love as well as sex, it's not officially a fetish. Yeah, you're just skirting round the bloody lines, aren't you? you just like... No, 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 no. This is like the woman who set up the sex doll business and saying, oh, no, it's for people who's like their partner has died or maybe they've got mental health issues. Yeah, 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 whatever. Foot fetish parties. Oh, forget it. Fucking forget it. I've had enough of this shit. (laughs) Uh, Let's play Jungle Jam by Ulterior Motive. This is a great record. I'm a uh, big fan. (laughs) What people saying in the chat? Lord of mercy. Tom Ryan's here, late as ever. Are you at least sober, Tom Ryan, for once? Listen to me, see, listen to me, see, listen to 
If you've come in late, please subscribe to the Threshold channel. There is a link in the description. Going to start doing other Threshold shows on that channel. Copy of memes are staying on this channel, of course. If you're just one of those people that likes subscribing to stuff, then do knock yourself out. Yeah, stuff's getting knocky in the chat. I think if people come in late, they have to sit at the back. And they're not allowed to chew gum. I can see you at the back chewing. It's a disgrace. It's appalling.
nice if all drugs were legal and we could give out pingers to the Patreon supporters. Anyone, for, anyone supporting for over $15 a month will get two pingers and half a dinger. Big up, big Jimmy Crowther. Trying to make work a little bit easier for him. Here to help, brother. Yeah, monetizing the live chat is a good idea. Maybe we should have a swear jar. <laughs> I might have to have a lobster jar for every time I use the lobsters. <laughs> I have to give like 10p to charity. They'll probably get about two grand at the end of the year. So I'm somewhat impressed that I, yeah, so I committed to doing this for a month. And tomorrow it will be, I will have done it for a month. I'm not saying I've got commitment issues. I have. But I'm kind of impressed with myself. I've impressed myself in a little bit of the same sort of way as did anyone watch CM Punk's first fight in the UFC where he just got mauled by uh, Mickey uh, Mickey got Mickey Gall Mickey Guile and uh, he like at the after getting just done in in about thirty seconds he was like oh thank you everyone so much I mean I'm just I'm so proud of myself I've had a great time it's like no one was more proud of CM Punk than CM Punk it's like wow Rankin's really proud of himself that he's managed to do twenty shows in a month uh, oh well, you know it's been a lot of fun I've enjoyed myself and it looks like other people have enjoyed themselves too I mean I'm not saying that the people enjoying themselves are in some way sort of mad or like completely insane for enjoying this absolute insanity but hey you know if i'm keeping you all out of trouble for a morning so be it right what else have we got oh bloody hell the metro (sighs) fuck my old boots uh here comes a story uh by someone who from the looks of things is their like masturbation correspondent uh this is almara uh abgarian seems like a sweet lass um is it okay to masturbate while in hospital If, like me, you've ever broken a major bone, you've probably spent a few days recovering in hospital as an inpatient. Or if you have a long-term illness that causes frequent overnight visits or even month-long periods in hospital. Once visiting hours have ended and you're tired of reading or watching movies, the thoughts enter your mind. The dark, dark thoughts, the evil thoughts. When Satan climbs under your shoulder and whispers into your ear... Why don't you have that hand of yours? Oh, the devil's Tom Waits. Why don't you have that hand of yours just slip down under your hospital gown and have a little root around and see what you find down there? (laughs) Maybe you'll find some... Lobsters. You'll never know. You can have a little little shuffle down there, a little hairy-handed shuffle. Get that palm a little sweaty, why don't you? Uh, But is it okay to masturbate while you're a patient in hospital? Or is it a grey zone? Frowned upon, but not against the rules. Uh, Kind of like joining the Mile High Club. That's not strictly true. It is illegal to join the Mile High Club. Although apparently that depends on what aircraft you're flying on. Uh, this This is not a personal confession of me getting frisky with myself. 
Uh, though I will confess, I did once fool around with an ex-boyfriend in a hospital toilet. I don't think the fooling around is just like getting toilet paper and throwing it up in the air and the hand smearing the hand soap on the walls. <laughs> We're such fools. Uh, but it was my own private bathroom and acted as a distraction from the substantial dog bite on my lip. Ow. All fixed now and barely noticeable. Oh, well, good. Charlie, 30, stayed in hospital for a few nights after a skateboarding accident that left him with some minor internal injuries, uh, a broken thumb ring and a shattered vape rig. <laughs> um, I was only in hospital for a short while, but I had me own room and that, he tells us. Only my TV was broken and I was so high on morphine that I couldn't pay attention to what I was reading. So I pulled my dick out and started playing with it. That's what it says. Uh, I don't know. It's not uh, implied that it's a Geordie accent, but we'll keep, we'll stick with it. I was worried someone might come in, so I kept pausing and listening for odd sounds and that, like, maybe the drugs were making us paranoid. However, I made quite a mess. I cleared it up just in time, like moments before a nurse come back and check on me. The following time, I slowly made my way to the bathroom and just did it in there. <laughs> Oh, God. I mean, all hospitals have, like, <laughs> cubicles and doors that you can shut and lock. Like, wouldn't it just, like, yeah, you just do it. I mean, if you've, got, if you've got the door locked, you know, you might as well just be having a crap in there. There's, there's toilet roll. There's cleaning products. <laughs> the following time, I slowly made my way to the bathroom. Just did it in there. A quick online search reveals even more on hospital masturbation, including a Reddit thread where people share tips on how to masturbate in a hospital bed. Uh, I appreciate, yeah, if you're actually incapable of moving to the toilet without help, you're in a you're in a situation there. One user suggests asking for a pair of hospital socks and extra blankets, as well as a, as well as nifty advice on how to avoid getting caught. The user said, yank the call light out of the wall twice, apologise and say it was an accident each time. You won't be bothered for at least an hour after that. Wrap discarded sock in blanket, throw it on the floor. They will put on gloves before picking it up. God, I will say this. If you're on a cardiac monitor, don't do it because you'll look like you're having a life-threatening arrhythmia and bring half the hospital in with you. Uh, well, there's the how-to part figured out. We're still wondering if it's okay to have a menage a moi in the hospital. Well, sort of moral issues attached to it. Livy, who has been a doctor for eight years, became an unofficial masturbation ambassador uh, for a patient who was getting, <laughs> getting it on with himself so frequently he was disturbing the nurses and doctors looking after him. Look, if, if your wanking is interfering with other people just trying to go about their lives and their businesses... You've gone too far, I think. I think it is very important when whacking that your whacking does not infringe on other another person's civil liberties. Uh, as the patient had such complex discharge needs, he remained in hospital for several weeks when he was essentially healthy with everyday needs and desires. She tells the Metro. After much discussion and ultimately unsuccessful attempts to stop him, as he'd been caught too often, it was agreed that he was allowed time to do himself when needed. 
More importantly to me, the incident changed the way many of the staff talked about masturbating, moving away from disgust to acceptance and empathy. That's the sort of the five stages of grief, isn't it? Although I'm uncertain of the legality of it, masturbation in hospital does skirt close to many moral boundaries. The chances of being seen are just much higher in an open ward and when staff may check on you uh, with little warning. God, it really goes on this article. I mean, it's uh, people in the people in the comments not impressed generally. They're saying it's weird. Uh, mankind is becoming lower than animals. That's perhaps, perhaps a little bit of a push. Um, and someone is earning fifty thousand pounds a month working at home. So that's cool, isn't it? Bloody Nora. Right, look, let's play one more record, and then we can all go out the pub. It's eleven o'clock. They're open now. Uh, what have we got? Mm. Oh, right, come on, this is a fine way to finish. Mampy Swift, The One, Inside Info re uh, Remix. Buckle up, lads. Ranking, if we send playlists, can you rate it? Ranking rates. I was thinking about doing a review show where I basically give very, very negative reviews on stuff. Maybe like the Beatport Top 100. But yeah, sure, I'll do anything for cash. Squidgy beats, if you double drop this with the nine, would it be the ten? You're goddamn right it would be. Lobsters. Remember people, 3pm today, Rankins Records will be on Threshold.fm 
and I'm having another go at Facebook Live. We pretty much got away with it last week. I have found another rather narky news story in the smoking gun. It's pretty wild. Couple pleads to sex act in Tex-Mex joint. Uh, Texas duo tristed in booth while diners watched lewd activity. October 16th. The Texas couple who enjoyed an appetizer of oral sex while fellow diners at a Mexican restaurant looked on have both copped pleas to a public lewdness charge, according to court reports. Jonathan Hightower, 32, and Lashandra uh, Fisher, 29, were busted in late December following their X-rated encounter in a booth in Baby Acapulco in Austin. Police were called to the eatery around 10.25pm on a Saturday evening by a manager who reported that two customers had been engaged in oral sex out of both inside the business in front of customers. As detailed in an arrest affidavit, a witness told Austin cops that while eating, she observed the female suspect giving oral sex to the male suspect. Uh, the diner recalled the female suspect's head bobbing up and down towards the male suspect's groin for about five minutes. The second patron reported saying, The male suspect's exposed penis as it entered the female suspect's mouth. Bloody hell. Well, that is how a blowjob works. Um, both witnesses said that they were very offended. <laughs> Why ain't people just having normal, consensual, pr- protected, conservative missionary sex in the privacy of their own homes? This is the... <laughs> I thought big old Donny T was supposed to be dealing with this kind of stuff. This is an absolute outrage. Send them back. <laughs> Bloody hell. Um, both witnesses said they were very offended by the sexual encounter between High Tower and Fisher, which occurred while multiple children were present. No, 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 no. Inside the restaurant, which is seen below, a police review of surveillance footage showed, wait for it, the female suspect's head descend down towards the male suspect's groin area. Maybe he had spilt some food onto his trousers and she was merely going down there to hoover it up because she doesn't like food wastage. That, that, I think that's, that's more likely. Uh, Hightower last week pleaded no contest to a public lewdness charge. I wonder what that means. Uh... I mean, is that him just going, she got me, bang to rights. Uh, While the misdemeanor carries a maximum of a year in custody. (laughs) Fucking Nora. Hightower was sentenced to two days in jail in order to pay a $500 fine and court costs. That seems like the punishment fits the crime there. Fisher, as part of a deferred adjudication plea, previously was fined 200 bucks in order to perform 70 hours of community service. She was also ordered to stay away from Baby Acapulco, known locally as Baby A's. Well, that is understandable. Please do not come back to the the restaurant, even if it's just for eating, rather than nosh jobs. Oh, well, ladies and gentlemen, I think, I mean, have we got any other bits? I mean, there is, yeah, there's this rather um, uh, peculiar story. Ohio woman, 54, arrested after making lewd comments to the Easter Bunny 
at Carousel Park. <laughs> dearie, dearie me. There is a very amusing picture of the woman's behaviour, which I think is worth sharing. Um, let me just stick that onto the other computer. Where are we? Uh, she is a she's a hoochie mama. She's a saucy granny. She is wild. She's drunk, intoxicated on illicit liquor, no doubt. And uh, she's just out for a good time with a man in a rabbit costume. And I think uh, <laughs> the problem is always that yeah, there are a lot of kids watching. It's just uh, um, oh, well, I'll have to. So we'll read a bit more of the story, then I'll post a picture. Um, what kind of person makes lewd comments to the Easter Bunny? Meet Ladona Hewitt. Mm. Uh, she's got a pretty serious mullet, and she looks every bit the part. Cops say the 54-year-old Ohioan spent Saturday afternoon at the Carousel Park in Richland, a city midway between Columbus and Cleveland. Uh, Hewitt appeared intoxicated, according to a witness who spoke to the police. <laughs> at one point, Hewitt, seen at the right, uh, had her photo taken with the Easter Bunny. It was then that she allegedly made lewd comments to the bunny <laughs> before hopping on the carousel. Sadly, a Mansfield Police Department report does not further describe the inappropriate words reported, <laughs> reportedly whispered in the victim's giant ears. <laughs> <laughs> Video shows Hewitt perched on the Easter Bunny's lap with her right hand on the character's crotch. Uh, here it is. That is uh, quite wonderful. Yep. <laughs> um, watching this, a female onlooker can be heard saying, Oh my, this is a kid's event. Uh, a still from the video can be seen below. When officers confronted Hewitt, she displayed various signs of intoxication, like slurred speech, bloodshot eyes, and a generally wobbly demeanour. <laughs> she was arrested for public drunkenness and booked into the county jail. Lock him up. 25 to life. Shut him down, boys. Shut him down. Hewitt, who was convicted last year of aggravated assault, is not facing charges for uh, inappropriate comments to the Easter Bunny. Oh dear, well you're not going to get any chocolate eggs the way you're going, are you? Deary, deary me. Oh, God bless you. What's her name, Mrs. Mrs. Hewitt? You're a racy, you're a, you're a racy old doll, and I wish you the best of luck. Right, well, look, this concludes uh, the day's show. Let's get that off. That's enough Easter Bunny uh, action for now. Anyway, uh, I will be back to later today on Facebook Live and on Threshold with Rankins Records playing the finest drum and bass ever pressed to vinyl. I'll be back here tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. for more coffee and memes. And it just leaves me a little bit of time to shout out the Patreon supporters if you are enjoying the show and you want it to keep going and you don't want this madness, this insane roller coaster to stop, then please, you can support the show on Patreon, just a dollar a month, or, you know, as much as you're prepared to spend. If you if you want to support for $10 a month, you get your name on the VIP list. That list currently is Nicholas Gonclaus, Tom Ryan, Reese Moss and Oliver Hooper, Squidgy Beats Parsons, Tony Hart, Paulie Hutton, Sierra and R, Michael Kaczynski, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Cole Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Jack Murphy and Tom Cam, a bad bunch of motherfuckers. 
If you want this as a podcast, I'm thinking probably by the end of tomorrow it'll be up on iTunes and everywhere. But if you can't wait, you can just put the RSS feed into your podcast app of choice, either Apple Podcast app or Overcast or whatever one you use. The link to that is in the description on the YouTube video or if you go to threshold.fm slash archive, all the information you could ever possibly need is there. Uh, and also please subscribe to the Threshold channel, which uh, the link is below. Uh, and I'll put a link to it on the website as well. Look, thanks so much, everyone. Thank you all you. Lobsters. Thank you all the buckos in the world. You're all wonderful. Uh, go and tidy your room and uh, live righteously. Speak the truth. And, you know, don't let your memes be dreams. Increase the peace, everyone. I love you all very dearly. And uh, one day we will snog passionately. So that's something to look forward to, isn't it? All right. Lots of love. Bye-bye. Bye, Threshold. Bye-bye.